G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Fundy here with Pretty as Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. Now available with the weekly wrestling wrap on YouTube. Alex, how are you? Feeling good. You, you're here for a wrap. We're going to have some melted cheese that's going to look like Bray Wyatt's face mask. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to just, uh, other than the, uh, I suppose, the WrestleMania and the NXT news, do you want to jump into uh, some of the news straight off the top here? Yeah. Um, how about Andrade requesting get released, getting denied? Uh the Request to go to NXT, denied. Yeah. And then his request for release got accepted. And coincidentally, his um, fiancée or, or wife, I'm not too sure, around this same time period got removed from the WrestleMania poster and appears to have just been dropped. Uh, they did say that she has COVID, but there's also reports saying that she uh, got into a bit of a creative argument backstage about WWE not releasing her husband. So, yeah, there's a lot. There's a big story to be found somewhere with the happenings of one Charlotte Flair at the moment. Yeah, that that uh, the biggest story coming out of uh, WWE, other than some pay per view and uh, and um, I suppose card announcements, but WrestleMania tickets went on sale, and surprisingly, the allocations all sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, from from what I've heard, they are uh, they sold quite well. Oh, good. What is it? Twenty five thousand a night, like uh, seaters. I believe so, yeah, around that mark. Yeah, because they were thinking of 45 at one point. I think when they first said that, that was over the two nights, but I may be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think that's great. Um, I'm, I wouldn't want to be there, to be honest. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm worried about my health in this day and age, and I'd rather not be... A part of that, I think there could be some issues coming out of this event if they don't get their act together. But I'm really happy to be able to watch a pay-per-view that has 20,000 screaming fans. Yeah. Um, now, you might be a bit more familiar with this wrestler, Jin, Jin Ichiro Tenru. Yes. Uh, hospitalised over the weekend. Oh, Really? Yeah, uh Janichiro Tenru, yeah, it was um he actually I swear to god he had a match at WrestleMania seven. <laughs> um I th I'm gonna just qu quickly pull up my Google machine. Yeah, he was hospitalized on Friday with congestive heart failure. Oh dear. Um, I um turned seventy one last month. One of the most significant figures of Japanese wrestling. His final match occurred November 2015 when he wrestled Okada after challenging the New Japan star on the final night of the G1 climax the previous summer. Wow. I'm sorry to uh, cause concern. Uh, da, da, da. Sounds like he's in good health. That coming from post wrestling. Uh, Janichiro Tenru and Koji Katao defeated Demolition. 
smash and crush with Mr. Fuji at WrestleMania 7. Oh, wow. You do have a good memory. No, that was the Google machine. Um, <laughs> no, but, but you did remember it first. You wanted to check. Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember him being at WrestleMania one year. I think the following year, the year that Ric Flair won the world title in a Royal Rumble match, he was randomly a part of that Rumble as well. I just remember um, Gorilla Monsoon saying, oh, this this youngster. And, like, I don't reckon he would have been that much younger than Gorilla. <laughs> and he would have been one of the more veteran wrestlers in the Rumble, but he kept referring to Janichiro Tenru as a youngster because Gorilla Monsoon clearly had no idea who he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, poor old gorilla. Anyway, no, good stuff. Um, I suppose another thing coming out was the uh, the announcement of some New Japan shows going forward. You're gonna have to fill me in, mate. Okay, give me one second whilst I bring this up. Um, But, yeah, they've announced two bigger stadium shows coming into, I suppose, our winter. Yeah. So they've now finished the New Japan Cup. Uh, there'll be an R-Block show out uh, on the weekend covering that. But as they move into Sakura Genesis, Sakura Genesis on the 4th of the 4th for the uh, world title match, which is Ibushi versus Osprey, they then go on the road to wrestling Dantaku, which culminates in a two-night wrestling Dontaku in Fukuoka. Gosh, I'm having a terrible day. Fukuoka, Japan. Um, On the 3rd and the 4th of the 5th. Then they build up to a stadium show at Yokohama Stadium called Wrestle Grand Slam in Yokohama Stadium on the 15th of May before capping it off that month, the 29th of May, for Wrestle Grand Slam in Tokyo Dome. What? Tokyo Dome in May? They're going back to the Dome. Wow. Yeah, they really need some money, I think. (laughs) I I, I don't know what's going on, but that would lead... That would lead up normally to... Best of the Super Juniors time, May, May, July, May, June. Scrap the Best of Super Juniors. Get out. This podcast <laughs> is over. Have a Best of the Dad division thing. Just have a host division tournament instead. Oh, yeah. But I suppose also speaking of New Japan, the New Japan Cup of USA begins soon. Yes, yes. Um, so the people already qualified will see Tom Lawler, who defeated the DKC, Leo Rush, who defeated Rocky Romero, Fred Rosser, who defeated, defeated J.R. Kratos, Hika Leilu, who defeated Jonathan Clearwater, Brody King, who defeated Bateman, and Ren Narita, who defeated Mysterioso, with the final two participants being either... Chris Dickinson or Blake Christian, then 
Clark Connors or TJP? Um, I think Clark Connors. Uh, well, the brackets aren't set yet as well. Mm. So that's what's making me think that match goes 50-50. I'm thinking Blake Christian from the other one. But you have said Chris Dickinson is a big name. Yeah, I think um, Chris Dickinson's got a huge future. Um, Blake Christian's with NXT, isn't he? <laughs> no, you said... Okay, give me one second. I'll look this up. Um, yeah, he just, is. Just keep. Is he? Yeah, he's one of the ones from that recent signing. Oh, he has a different name now, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, well. I I don't know if he does have a different name yet, but yeah, he recently he's part of that recent developmental class. I think we know the result there then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Geez, how far back did they tape all this stuff? Uh, um, probably February, I guess. Maybe. When was that Mox video of him calling out Kenta in the dojo? Was that around Wrestle Kingdom? That was at Wrestle Kingdom that they aired that. Yeah, so it was probably early February late January, whenever they taped all those together with New Japan, uh, New Beginning USA, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, sort of like we mentioned, a uh, lot less reliant on the Japanese wrestlers, like the full-time Jap- uh, Japan-based roster. A lot more yeah. uh, of the LA Dojo guys having a showing in here, all the... Um, the lesser-known American wrestlers, which is quite good. Mm. Um, yeah, so that'll be coming up next week. Uh, do you have any other news, or should we get straight into the uh, the rapidy rap rap? Let's just get into the rap. Oh boy! I don't again. As we go to NXT, the four hundred and forty-seventh edition. Uh, kicks off with Dexter Loomis defeating Austin Fury, Vigero del Fantasma walking while and Raul Mendoza with Santos Escobar defeat Brizango, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Heartbreak kick Dakota Kai with Big Lady Corner corner of Cal Gonzalez defeated Zoe Stark. Tommaso Ciampa defeats Marcel, Marcel Bartel with Fabian Eichner in Marcel's corner. LA Knight defeated Austin Gray in under three minutes. And in your main event for the NXT Men's Tag Team Championship, Danny Burch and Only Walken, the champions, defeated Finn Balor and Killian Cross. Carrion Cross. Damn it. With Every Scarlet time. in their corner. Um, take it away, friend. Um, the, this sucked. This entire episode sucked. It felt like they just have given up. Um, so... Oh, man. Um, the... Walter showed up, so that was cool. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, the, um, 
Imperium finally being there. Someone else arrived that was questionable. It was that? I can't remember anymore. One of the Cruiserweight champions. Oh, yeah, Jordan Devlin. Yeah, they're going to do that thing probably at one of the two nights of TakeOver. Yes, Hopefully. will it be Night Stand or Night Deliver? <laughs> yep, um, NXT one Night Stand. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, yeah, put, put them on the... TV one, put them on the first night, not the network, because yeah, I think the second night's going to be packed a bit more than the first. So um, the second night's not airing on TV in the US? No, the second night's on the network, like well, a normal pay-per-view. Have you read any feedback to the uh, the setup on Peacock at the moment? <laughs> yeah, you can't rewind or pause live shows. Yep. <laughs> How annoying. So if you sh- show up like, I don't know, five, 20 minutes late, like I'd normally do for a live pay-per-view, I show up about 20 minutes late so I can rewind to the start and then skip through the stuff I don't really care about. <laughs> um, yeah, you S out of L, as they would say. Um Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I've seen a lot of the Canadians posting going, yep, that's what we've been dealing with with Rogers. Have fun. I didn't realise the Canadian ones are bad too. Remember when it first got launched in Canada because there was a big uproar that it was its own TV channel and you had to pay for the network and then you had to pay for the cable company to get it? Yeah, that's horrible. (laughs) That's basically what Peacock is now. Have fun, Americans. Yep. Um, this NXT just felt like nothing. And this main event, like, what? Oh, you two are challenging for the, the world title. We'll put you together against the tag champs. Yeah, just like, lazy booking. It, it seemed to come out of nowhere. Yeah, it's just lazy. Like, at least yeah. from the TV last week, I didn't get the impression that's where they'll go on this week. No, no, not at all. It was just lazy booking. Uh, they got nothing for the tag champs, so they just had to do something to remind us of their existence. Uh, what's a good way to quickly build some tension between champion and challenger with Cross and Balor? Oh, yeah, we'll put them on the same team and have Balor accidentally knock over Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just lazy. This whole uh, show was lazy. You know what wasn't lazy? What? D- Dakota Kai's work rate. Oh, yeah. She's on fire at the moment. She had a banger of a match. Um, probably the lone highlight of this entire show, really. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, judging by what I've seen online, a lot of praise for that match, Um rest of the show, thumbs down NXT. Yeah, thumbs down as well. Let's talk about something that was a highlight of the week for many. AEW Dynamite number 77, St. Patrick's Day Slam. Um, So we start off, Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson 
defeated Penta Alzero Miedo, a singles match of Jade Cardill defeating Jenny Jordan in under two minutes, a 10-man tag team match of Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, The Butcher and The Blade with the bunny in their corner defeated the team of Bear Boulder, Bear Bronson, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt. A tag team match of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley defeating the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. A singles match of Ray Phoenix with Puck defeating Angelico. Poor hybrid too, they deserve better. I disagree. <laughs> Ooh, okay then. I think Angelico is okay. I think Jack Evans is um, kind of overrated. Okay then. What about <laughs> the main event of the week? An unsent- where Dr. Britt Baker DMD with Rebel in her corner fought Thunder Rosa and Thunder Rosa pins Dr. Britt Baker on the outside after going for a table in 1637. Wrestling Observer gave this four and a half. On Cage Match, it's got a 8.86 from 239 votes. Now, did I'm, you watch I'm this gonna live? Give it six, I'm going to give it six out of six on our scale. Yeah, um, yeah I've watched it live. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Um, Thunder Rosa is probably a legitimate contender for wrestler of the year without the gender descriptor. Like, just flat out wrestler of the year, no matter what gender at the moment. Um, Britt Baker, like, she's a dentist. She can make, like, she probably makes really good money during the day. She does not need to be doing this. But she does it. She put her body through all that crap. Probably just because she loves doing this. Because the money isn't an issue for her, obviously. She runs her own dental clinic. Um... So, like, just incredible chemistry. Like, even Reba, like, was good in at what she did in this match. Um, yeah. The um, referee goes to ring the bell, and as he does, um, Rebel's on the far side of the apron. Thunder Rosa's staring down Brit, and Rebel climbs back through the ropes and hits Thunder Rosa from behind with the crutch. Yeah. Like, and we've seen, like, stuff on Twitter all week, like Mick Foley giving Britt Baker the the thumbtack salute, basically, just like, yeah, you did that better than I could have, and stuff like that, and just like, even Adam Cole, just like, tweeting stuff like, my girlfriend's a badass. I liked, <laughs> there was a line of commentary, uh, there was two lines, one that I liked and one that I didn't. So, um, like Brit's gone and this is late in the match, is going to grab the thumbtacks and Tony's going, What could possibly be in that velvet bag? And I'm going, <laughs> God damn it, Tony. <laughs> and then about two minutes later there's a spot with the thumbtacks and Tony goes, Well, I don't think I'm ever gonna piss her off again. I'm gonna try to stay on her good side. <laughs> um yeah, this was really good. Chair spots, um not I didn't notice any unprotected chair shots, did you? No, I don't think so. Yeah. 
Um, the only probably misslip I've seen that could be argued it was a save. Uh, Britt sets the chair up in the corner to run Thunder Rosa's head through it. She's got set between the middle and top rope. Uh, Thunder Rosa reverses and then drives Britt into the mat, sort of um, just missing the bottom turnbuckle. So I don't know if it was a trip there or if she kind of reversed it. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, this was a pretty perfect match. And now yeah. everyone can get off AEW's back for not focusing on the women's division. Oh, yeah, like this. Did you actually notice the spot? Because uh, I think Thunder Rosa's busted open first. And I believe it was from a chair shot, they said. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah. as... It could have just been a blade job. I didn't notice <laughs> how she bled. Yeah, Alex pays a lot more attention to that. I'm just like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as Brit's attacking Thunder Rosa, sort of on the stage, throwing her down the stairs, Rebel's just looking under the ring and throws, I think it's like about six chairs into the ring and sets a table up uh, ringside to the right of the hard camera. You're looking at the uh, stage. So they yeah. go back in the ring. Thunder Rosa's busted open. They work around. Then... They put a ladder in, and Thunder Rosa drives Britt into the ladder, and Thunder Rosa sort of goes to climb up the rope, and we look at Britt, and Britt's just dripping blood. Yeah, this like, is like Austin at WrestleMania 13, like, same sort of vibe. Yeah, we've said that about a few people recently. Yeah. Um, at one point, there was a... Um, Oh, it's not a burning hammer. It's a um. Oh, um. When they went off the top, um. I can't think of the name of it now. Yeah, I forget too. They went off the second rope, and it was sort of like it looks similar to a burning hammer, where Thunder Rosa drove Brit um back first across the ladder. Yeah. Um, she goes to. Uh, Brit sort of flops off the ladder. Rebel goes up, rolls up her. Sleeve over her hand, trying to wipe the blood out of Brit's eyes. Thunder Rosa just yanks her into the center ring, trying to pin her. I think it was Brit kicks out, walks over the corner, grabs the thumbtacks and just goes, with her teeth, opening the bag and pouring them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, Brit manages to put in the um the lock jaw. She's got a glove on as she's doing it. Yeah. Um, and, like, Thunder Rosa's trying to fight out, but then... um counters into like a um, backslide crucifix to try to pin Brit in the tax, but she kicks down, releases Lockjaw. Uh, Rebels on the apron, goes for a table, and uh, Brit's trying to put Thunder Rosa through a table on the outside. Thunder Rosa reverses, puts Brit through, and pins her on the floor. 16-37. What a great match. Incredible stuff. Match of the year contender, for sure. Yeah. Um, Um, Also... about dynamite can we talk about the mjf promo just... yeah that's what i was going to mention before we moved on go ahead you'll do yeah. this justice oh he, he just cut this wonderful promo just like you know introducing the group as the pinnacle uh it's kind of bland name for my liking but they'll make it work um 
Yeah, and like just talking about what each of the guys in the faction brings to the group, talking about the motivation and all that sort of stuff. Tully Blanchard cut an incredible promo as well. Like it was just really good. And it was it was just like, yeah, man, I forgot how good MJF is on the mic because he has had to sort of take a back seat to Chris Jericho for the past well, yeah, like you said, six months now. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of um sort of been the case where he's uh taken the back seat for a while. Uh, yeah. Pinnacle is MJF, Wardlow, FTR, uh, Sean Spears, and Tully Blanchard. I can think of one of those members I would replace out of that team. Yeah, especially he refers to Sean Spears as double S. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool touch. Like, this is a horseman-esque group. So you're um naming him double S, like, double a blah blah blah. that's really cool but i can think of another double s that would have been a better suit for this group and that's scorpio sky yeah what is scorpio sky doing after he won his sonic ring and then lost the match yeah well he cut a promo on dynamite about how he's sick of doing things to make people happy just a generic heel turn promo but yeah, I don't know. Um, it ain't it. It would have been good if he was in this faction instead. Instead of Wardlow, I agree. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think this thing's obviously going to lead to the Blood and Guts War Games match, which will be good. Um, hopefully the inner circle are off TV for a little bit while longer just to really sell the effects of that awesome attack they did. Um, yeah, but besides that, no complaints about Dynamite, really. Oh, actually, one complaint. Christian's promo kind of sucked. It was so low energy, and his gimmick now is just... His gimmick now is basically Bret Hart. It's like, I outwork everybody. There's no one that's better at wrestling than I am. I'm the, thought- I'm the hardest worker, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, uh, th- that's not what m- you made your name as, you know? You captured just- charisma. I thought that was just every Canadian wrestler. Yeah, well, yeah, every Canadian wrestler just happens to have good technical wrestler as a gimmick at some point in time. But, yeah, I just thought this just wasn't it for me from Christian. Hopefully, it's just a bit of cobwebs for him. Yeah, so, good episode, Dynamite. Um, Interesting to see where the pinnacle goes in a circle out. Um, Thumbs up for me. Yeah, yeah, all the thumbs up from me as well. Ah, very good. Uh, your choice in the Wednesday Night War then? Yeah, AEW by a mile. Yeah, I completely agree with you as well. From there, let's go over to Friday Night Smackdown. Are you ready for a good time, Chris? We haven't said that in a while. 
I was until I watched this. Yeah, exactly. I uh, mean, um, WWE SmackDown Women's Championship match, Sasha Banks defeated Nia Jax. <laughs> you had Shayna Baszler in the corner. I mean, yep. I guess it makes sense because they did defeat the women's uh, champion a tag match on pay-per-view. Yeah. But usually WWE doesn't stick to that logic. No. Uh, man. Uh, a tag team match where the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray defeat the Street Profits, Angelo and Montez. Uh, another tag team match where Chad and Otis defeated Dominic and Ray. <laughs> Oh, man. A singles match where King Corbin defeats Sami Zayn. Weren't these two working together? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> a singles match where Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler with Nia Jax to a no contest after a minute. And in the main event, uh, to be the special guest outside enforcer, Edge defeated Jey Uso in 9-15. Uh, any quick thoughts of that there, Alex, on SmackDown this week? Um, honestly, this was just very meh for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Edge versus Jey Uso was okay, I guess. Um, yeah, th- this was a real nothing episode of SmackDown. I barely even committed much of it to my memory. <laughs> Yeah, and no one would blame you. Yeah. Now, are you ready for NWA back for the attack? Uh, just quickly backtrack. I'll give SmackDown a thumbs down. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we can't forget that. Me, myself as well. Thumb down, SmackDown. Like, the only match on there that got time was the main event, and the rest of them were all almost under five minutes. It just it wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, NWA back on the attack, back for the attack, back with an attack, back with an assist, maybe. Alex, take yes. it away. Yeah, so, um, I did take my usual somewhat extensive notes for this. This is a pay-per-view, so it's somewhat called for. Uh, starts off, fantastic video for Aaron Stevens talking about the impact Joseph Hudson, the question mark, had on him. And his shot at the NWA title tonight. Uh, the show was dedicated to the... What? What just happened? What? Oh, I just heard some fuzzy and, like, this banging sound on your end. Oh. Might, might be the mic playing up again. I'm um, you keep going. Yeah. Uh, the show was dedicated to the memory of Joseph Hudson, the question mark. And your commentators this evening are Joe Galley and Tim Storm, which was different. Obviously, Tim Storm's moving out of the ring by looks of things. We get some classic, like, Nick Aldis promos work here to kick things off, talking about everyone backstage planning on stealing the show in honour of Joseph Hudson, and it nearly brought me to tears. The opening match was... Jax Dane versus Slice Boogie versus Jordan Clearwater versus Crimson. Uh, Slice Boogie wins with a pile driver. It was an okay opener. Crimson is actually half decent now. Um, yeah, he looked good. Um, That's good. Right. Yeah, uh, he, 
here we go. The head scratching stuff. Tyrus versus JR Kratos. Uh, before the match, Tyrus cuts a promo about how the NWA wouldn't give him promo time. What is going on here, mate? No, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Tyrus cut a promo about how the NWA wouldn't give him promo time. <laughs> uh... Um, Tyrus. Tyrus also looks like he's aged like ten years since we last saw him wrestle. The former Brodus Clay. Um, yeah, this match sucked hard. Kratos is bad. Tyrus is bad. Tyrus wins with an elbow drop. Just a standing elbow drop. Uh, horrible. <laughs> um, Do you think not... he'll be on NWA going forward? Well, somebody needs to call his mama and tell tell her to not let him get out of the house. Because um, this funk is not on a roll. Alright. Uh, moving on. We actually got a decent... Awesome, actually, promo from Trevor Murdoch about his title defense tonight against Chris Adonis. He's defending his NWA national title later on. Um, Taryn Terrell joins commentary for the... Nope, nope, scrap that. I skipped a bit here. Uh, We get Pope versus Tom Latimer for the television title. It goes the full 10.05 time limit, which if you remember from the power days when they did the television title and they brought that in, uh, the whole gimmick was it had a 6.05 time limit. But now they've brought in a 10.05 time limit for some reason. But yeah, it's a draw. It goes the full 10.05 time limit. Decent match. Uh, Pope, you would know as Elijah Burke from his WWE days, and Tom Latimer, the former Bram. Um, yeah. Stuff about him better not said. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, the Pope, D'Angelo Jordan? D'Angelo De Niro. What did I say? Jordan. Nope. Nope. Is this um, Pope who did... 10A commentary? Yeah. <laughs> How's he looking? Uh, he, yeah, good. Uh, he wrestles in a sleeveless shirt, like an Under Armour sleeveless shirt, but he's clearly in really good physical condition. So, like, why are you wrestling in a shirt? It's a weird choice. Um, but, yeah, he looked really good in this match, to be honest. Um yeah, uh, moving on, we get a great, awesome, like, another tear-jerking, babyface, fiery promo from Aaron Stevens. Uh, he has a direct message towards the son of Joseph Hudson, and then, yeah, a fiery babyface promo from Aaron Stevens. Then we get Taryn Terrell, the former leader of uh, TNA's Dollhouse. Um joining the commentary. I haven't seen her in a few years. Who was in the dollhouse? It was... Was it Mar- Jade and Marty Bell? Marty Bell and Jade, the now Mia Yim. 
Oh wow. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um we then get Thunder Rosa versus Camille for the NWA women's title number one contendership. Camille beats Thunder Rosa with a spear. Fantastic match. Thunder Rosa made Camille look like a million bucks. The right woman won too. Um, Because if Thunder Rosa is going to go off and do AEW stuff, you might as well put someone else over as well. Um, We then get Trevor Murdoch versus Chris Adonis for the national title. Murdoch wins with a roll-up. Great match. After the match, Adonis attacks Murdoch. Uh, Chris Adonis, you would know as Chris Masters. He looked incredible. Yeah, he looked incredible in this match. So, I seen a post going around on the weekend and now realised what it was. Bobby Lashley's debut or TV, like first TV win was against Chris Masters in WWE. Yeah. And he won uh, or he lost to the master lock. I can't remember what it was. And now he uses a move similar to that in the Hurt Locker. Yeah, yeah. So the whole gimmick was no one had ever broken the master lock, the full Nelson from Chris Masters. And by the time Bobby Lashley came around, Chris Masters had been using that move for like four years. And then Bobby Lashley was the first person to break the master lock. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah, Um, my stupid memory of... I've got it all figured out in my brain. That's it surprises me sometimes. Um Austin Idol joins the commentary for the main event. Austin Idol, former uh title holder in the NWA back in the sixties and seventies. Uh he was actually really good as a color commentator for this match. Uh, We get a wonderful tribute to members of the NWA they have lost in the past year, followed by a 10-bell salute. So they had a few staff members, a few crew members. Uh, Obviously, Jim Crockett Jr. they pay tribute to as well. And then, obviously, Joseph Hudson. Um, Then it's the main event, Nick Aldis versus Aaron Stevens for the NWA title. Both men are very emotional just as they're walking out for this match. Aaron Stevens has the... He gives the mask a kiss and puts it in his corner for his match. Uh, This goes a decent length, like 20 plus minutes or so, and... Uh, Nick Aldis gets the win by reversing a small package into another small package. That old gimmick. Um, Really fantastic main event. Um, Incredible post-match tribute to Joseph Hudson as well as the entire NWA roster came out in the ring with a Mongrovian flag. Stevens holding up the question mask, the question marks mask high in the air. In the middle of the ring as the pay-per-view goes off the air with Steven saying, that one was for you, Sensei. We love you. Uh, Really good pay-per-view. It was a good pay-per-view. It was good to see the old NWA power set, so they brought all that back. Um, There was one massive stinker, which was Tyrus versus Kratos. Like, get rid of the two of them. (laughs) 
even though one of them holds your tag title. But which um, one's that? Jr. Kratos is tag champs with Aaron Stevens. Oh, okay. Yeah, for some reason, I guess. Um, yeah, get get rid of them. They were trash. They stunk up the thing. Um, it was a really, it was a passable pay per view. Um, but then I had to remember the thirty one dollar price point in Australian dollars. Is it worth that? No. Not at all. <laughs> Not no. even in the slightest. Um, but I really did miss the promos. NWA, that's what they're the best at. They're the best at promos. And yeah, everyone was fantastic on the mic during this, except for Tyrus, who complained about not having mic time whilst holding a mic. <laughs> so did somebody bring him the mic or did he? Like, he walked sort of... up to he walked up to the interviewer, yeah, who was just standing at the podium, and grabs the mic off the interviewer and says that he doesn't get mic time. But the interviewer was clearly standing there waiting for someone. So he didn't like inter- interrupt the interview or go and rip it off the ring announcer or anything. He just sort of walked over and they allowed that to happen. Yeah, it's it just didn't make sense. It was just dumb. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Tyrus was just horrible in this. And maybe my personal views about the accusations about him that I'll probably talk about off air with you. Yeah, maybe that sort of tints it a little bit, but he did look like he was like sixty years old in this. Like he looked like he'd aged a lot. Um, I'm going to assume you didn't watch this. No, I didn't have time, but I did see uh, clips of the, uh, saw the uh, tribute to uh, the question mark. Yeah, that was beautiful. Like, I was legitimately choked up watching that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, question mark. Karate. Mongrovian karate. Karate. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so what do you say? Thumbs up? Uh, thumbs sideways because of the price? Thumbs sideways for me. The price point isn't worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can agree with that there. What about, did you make time for WWE first lane kickoff? Roadblock, end of the line, super spectacular on the WWE Peacock Network thing. I sure did. (laughs) Oh, man. I did not watch the kickoff, and I'm probably glad looking at this uh, match result here. It is your US title match of Matt Riddle, the champion, defeating Ali Guy, who had Mace Guy, Reckoning Guy, Slapjack Guy, and Bar Guy in his corner. Um, well, thankfully, one of us did our homework and watched this. <laughs> okay. Was there anything else of note other than the result? Um, after the match, uh, Reckoning walks out on Ali, then Slapjack walks out on Ali, then Mace and T-Bar attack Ali. 
So that was somewhat noteworthy because it appears that like whatever version of retribution this currently is is over in some aspect. So Finally they, gotten over. <laughs> they did this on the pre-show. Yeah. Okay, have fun. Yeah, and look at some of the stuff there. Oh, and this match was actually pretty good too because yeah. like Riddle's a pretty good wrestler. Ali's a pretty good wrestler. Like they're gonna have a good match. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then you look at some of the stuff that happened on this main card and you just think, Oh, maybe we didn't need an Elias match on the main card and we could have just had Riddle and Ali on the main card instead. Yeah, that that <laughs> that was confusing. Um go for the pay per view itself, saw the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship being defended once again. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler with Reginald, the champions retain against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Uh, uh, WWE uh, Intercontinental match where Big E, the champion, defeated Apollo Crews in about five minutes. Braun Strowman defeated Elias, who had Jackson Riker in his corner in under five minutes. Seth Rollins defeats Shinsuke Nakamura in about 13 minutes. Uh, from that, a no-holds-barred match of Drew McIntyre defeating Sheamus in 1941. The co-main event of the show, a singles match where Alexa Bliss defeated Randy Orton in under five minutes. And then in the main event, the Universal Championship match where special enforcer Edge ringside saw Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman, the Universal Champ, defeat Daniel Bryan in 30 minutes. Oh boy, where do we begin? Uh, Alex, you can get the ball rolling on all this. Uh, there was two incredible matches on this pay-per-view, and everything else sucked. Yeah, you know... Not going to get an argument from me from there. Um, um, maybe first you of are. all, yeah, all right. What are you thinking? Uh, Rollins, Nakamura. I guess Roman and Braun for the most part. Um, I was going to say the two awesome matches were Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. I thought Drew McIntyre and Sheamus beat the crap out of each other. They did some awesome stuff rolling around the Thunderdome. Uh, Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura was going to be one of my biggest complaints, to be honest. Um, I thought this was the longest 13 minutes of my life. This felt so flat, so boring for me, personally. Um, yeah, I... Don't know what it is, but these two didn't have chemistry. And these two are awesome wrestlers. I was going to say the same, like, about Drew and uh, Sheamus. It felt like forever for me because I have no interest in these guys. And you said last rap that Drew announced that he's going after Bobby, that it was confirmed at that point. But now he's having a no-holds-barred match against Sheamus. I'm like, what do I care? 
is championship opportunities not on the line? Why should I care? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, uh, the main event, though, was fire. We can both agree on that, right? It was really good. Um, I'll say yes until the result. Ah, oh, like Daniel Bryan was ever going to win it anyway. Oh, no, I don't question <laughs> that part. I question the result and announcement coming out of this. What's that? Oh, you didn't know? No. Oh, boy, where are we? Do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't think it's been announced yet. Uh, maybe, maybe it hasn't been announced yet. I was listening to Wrestling Observer Live. Oh, yeah. Bloody Alvarez was on Twitter saying it's definitely going to be a triple threat. Yeah. But but they announced on Raw today that it was still just Edge versus Roman. So, I don't know. I'll wait for SmackDown to see that. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, we might as well get there in a moment, but uh, one of the triple threats has seemed to be derailed. Which one was that? Oh, yeah. the Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll um, get there in a bit. Um, so, yeah, basically, it descends into chaos. Uh, Edge has to go in, interfere. He attacks. Did he attack both Ryan, uh, Brian and Roman with chairs? Yeah, because Brian uh, went to swing a chair at Roman, but Roman dodged, and Edge was standing behind Roman, and Brian hit Edge with the chair. Ah, fair enough, then. Um, so then Edge attacked Brian, and then he attacked Roman with the chair, even though Brian was attacked first, and Roman was attacked last with the chair. Roman recovered from the chair shot first, and then pinned Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, I thought that was strange. Like, the finish was a little bit weird for me, but the early parts of this match like the first five minutes or so of Daniel Bryan just like showing off his quickness and showing off that he could catch Roman Reigns in a submission hold whenever he wants was just fantastic. It was just perfect. Um, Daniel Bryan is great. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about everyone's main event that I saw on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. So, Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. What the hell was that? Uh, it was like me booking the Ultimate Warrior and Fugs. <laughs> Granted, yes, but I was more <laughs> so getting to... Did they show a replay? Because I'm so tired. Did they show a replay or did Randy really throw up at the start of this match? He did, yes. As he's, like, going to the corner to do his pose. Yeah, instead of the uh, the golden fireworks behind him, it's now just black liquid spewing out of his face. <laughs> oh, he had his golden fireworks and everything, and just as he's about to spread his arms out, just the stuff start, starts falling out of his mouth. It was... It sort of caught me off guard, and I thought it was actually pretty good. Like, it, it was the best of the 
motor oil sludge that they've done. Um, yeah, this match happened. Um, I think everyone knew going into this, we weren't going to get any proper intergender wrestling. Um, yeah. And we didn't. We just had Alexa Bliss, like, doing telekinesis stuff with with props around the arena, I guess. And I think we all knew going into this, this was all just going to be to see the return of The Fiend. And that's what we got. Coming out looking like a Melted Craft single. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's worse than before, isn't it? Oh, it's he's now the Undertaker and Kane. Um, wow, that's a really good comparison. I wasn't expecting, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Very Undertaker Kane. Yeah, he's the both of them, the Bray of Destruction. Um, yeah, the, I'm really curious as to. Like, how they're going to pull this off at WrestleMania. Because, like, they can't just have these two have a wrestling match at WrestleMania after everything that's happened in this feud. But also, they can't get away with half of the the editing tricks and stuff that they've done in the past with these two because they're actually going to be in front of a live crowd. Yeah, that'll be... Uh fun for him to try to navigate. Yeah, we're going to get maggots on the ring on the ring mat again. You remember that? One can only hope. Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, that was strange. Um Yeah, this pay-per-view was carried by two matches for me and the same for you by the sounds of things. Just different two matches for each of us. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to have to give it, like, no offense, Drew and Sheamus and Reigns and Brian, I loved your matches, but thumbs down. Yeah. Old WWE fast lane, roadblock, end of the line, great balls of fire, thumbs down. Yeah. Horrible. Go away. Yeah. But did you make time for Raw? I did, I did. I actually caught the first, the first two hours this week. I, I had adjusted to the time change. Ooh, <laughs> well, don't get too excited. In about a month's time, you'll have to change again. Yeah, I have to get up an hour earlier again for Raw. So you'll go back an hour. Yeah, so it'll be 10 o'clock for Raw instead of 11. Yay. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Raw featured the exciting matches of Bobby Lashley with MVP defeating Sheamus in a non-title match. A non-title match of Asuka defeating Peyton Royce. Uh, The Miz with John Morrison defeated Jeff Hardy. A singles match of Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods defeated AJ Styles with Omos. A two-on-one match where Drew McIntyre defeated the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. A non 
Championship match, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler with Reginald defeat Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. And your main event of Braun Strowman defeats Elias, who had Jackson Riker and Shane McMahon in his corner in under three minutes is your main event match. Holy cow. Uh, take it away, Alex. Before we delve into the negatives, there were some good things. Yeah. Rhea debuted. She's getting a title shot at Mania. Thank God. Yeah, so uh, before when I was alluding to the triple threat that got cancelled, I was sort of alluding towards that, that uh, that was the triple threat that got cancelled. A possible matchup between uh, Charlotte, Rhea and Asuka. Yeah. Um, Yeah, plenty of WrestleMania matches announced on this show. Um, Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Hooray. Um, You want to know the stupid thing about that? That a month ago, ago, The Miz was WWE champion. Now he's fighting a celebrity. Yeah. It's also stupid that Bad Bunny has Damien Priest in his corner and it's not going to be a tag match. Um... Although I think it'll probably get changed to a tag match. Yeah, I think it probably should. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Braun Strowman versus Shane at WrestleMania. Obviously just a match so Shane can get thrown off of a pirate ship, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's at Pirate Stadium again. Yeah. Well, this time they'll actually be able to have the pirate ship. Poor Kari. Hey, with <laughs> it being on two nights, do you think they'll do the battle royales on the kickoff? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Quick, someone ring up Paul Birchall. Yeah, get him a get him a spot. Get Yuji Nagata in there as well. Yes. <laughs> um. Anything else quickly to add on Raw? Because that Rhea promo, did you enjoy it? Because I didn't. Uh, honestly, like, I have to be very biased towards Rhea, and I love Rhea because Aussie Pride and all that. But quite frankly, I've never thought she was that great on the mic. <laughs> and yeah. I think she really proved it. On this episode of Raw. She should be a silent monster. I thought it was just very shouty. And then, ooh, I'm going to point at the sign now. Yeah. What's the sign pointing on this episode, too? Yeah. Terrible. Um, Thumbs down for myself for Raw for the parts I caught. I didn't catch much of it. Um, Yeah. It's, I it's watched the entire thing. I watched the entire thing start to finish. Um, oh yeah, Randy versus Bray. Oh, the Fiend is official now as well. Um, we had the announcement of what the what matches are on each night. Um, oh, did we? Yeah. So the so, first the first night we're gonna get 
Bobby versus Drew and Bianca versus Sasha. And the second night will be like Rhea versus Asuka and Edge versus Roman. Um, wait, wait. Th- Edge versus Roman. Yeah. Night two. So that should headline. Um, Sasha Belair night one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That should headline if that's on night one because they're both your Rumble winners. Yeah, that's my thinking. Um, I think Drew's going to get booed out of the building, unfortunately, um, because I don't think anyone wants to see Bobby Lashley lose his title yet. Well, uh, can't keep um, hot potatoing the title around in the space of a few weeks, really. Going from Drew to Miz to Bobby, you can't really put it back on Drew again for a third reign in under a year. I'm positive this is all just so Drew can have his WrestleMania moment in front of a crowd. I would have rather him kept it for the entire year and faced Bobby, got his moment when he's walking out as champion, and then let Bobby have his moment as he's walking away as champion. What if when he lost it to Randy Orton... At some point before the end of last year, Miz cashed in on Randy Orton. And then before the Rumble, Bobby Lashley beats the Miz. Before the Rumble for the title, Bobby Lashley beats Goldberg at the Rumble. Bobby Lashley runs the gauntlet at the Chamber. And then by the time you get to WrestleMania, Drew's been out of the title picture long enough. And Bobby Lashley has been as like a dominant champion the entire time, then it's tough to pick the winner. And either result you'd be kind of happy with. Yeah. Um, I think this could go either way. I think it should only go one way. Yeah, I, I think Drew will win. I think Lashley should win. Um yeah, uh, I can't remember the nights. I think Bad Bunny versus Miz was night one. Um, I can't remember what was on night whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what was on night what besides yeah. the matches I mentioned. Um, Fair enough. So it is uh, Roman versus Edge, Universal title. Sasha versus Belair, SmackDown women's title. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre WWE title with Cedric and Shelton banned from ringside. New Day versus AJ and Omos Raw tag titles. Asuka versus Ripley uh, Raw women's title. Then Bad Bunny versus Miz. Strowman versus Shane. Fiend versus Orton. Sort of a a mixed bag there so far announced, but um, be interesting to see where it goes. Um, I suppose the last little thing is to see what uh has been announced for NXT before we sign off. Oh, what's been announced for that? Yeah, so I'm not sure what's on Night Stand and what's on Night Deliver, but uh, <laughs> we have announced the matches of Finn Balor, the NXT Men's Champion, versus Kyrian. Cross with Carrion. 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 You got you got closer. <laughs> You're getting closer every time, at least. 
Yeah. Uh, Io Shirai, NXT Women's Champion versus Big Lady Cool Raquel Gonzalez with Heartbreak Kick Dakota Kai in her corner. Then, also announced a unification match to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion. From NXT UK, Jordan Devlin versus from NXT US Interim Champion, Santos Escobar. (laughs) Given how WWE has handled some of the people involved in the, uh, the speaking out movement, this could go either way. As a fan, I think this should only go one way, and then someone should go away. Yeah, I think... Um, does it count as a title change if Santos Escobar wins? Uh, yeah, because they're still going listed as interim champion on their website. Yeah. So I think... I honestly think there'll be three title changes there. Yeah, I could. I could agree with that. Um, Although I could say, like, I could say Dakota Kai screwing over Raquel out of jealousy. Having a feud. Yeah, out of jealousy. Yeah. That that old gimmick, like, it should have, like, that's my shot. It should have been me. Yeah, yeah, that old chestnut. Didn't I want to do one of those? And then he said, and that's why I kicked Brett's leg out from under his leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, classic Royal Rumble 1994. That one was so good. Oh, the best. The best. When we do yeah. one of the documentaries, I think I'm going to have to choose that one. Dark Side yeah. of the Ring, the Owen one. Yeah. It's not going to be nice, but uh, I think it's one that we need to talk about. So... Yeah. uh what do you think headlines not stand and what do you think headlines not deliver? Oh, uh, the easy cop out is EO versus Raquel not stand and Balor versus Cross not deliver. I yeah. think they're better off. Um, I don't know. Thatcher versus Walter or something. For the first night, and just have all the good stuff on the second night because they've clearly given up on their TV anyway. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't feel as good as when the uh a year ago even. No. Oh, speaking of um stuff a year ago, I suppose we might as well touch on it now. But it's uh been a year of empty arena wrestling for most of North America. Yeah. God, what a long year it's been. Yeah, it has. Oh, man. Um, Crazy to think all the the stuff that was missed. And I suppose this is just going to be the new normal for a long while. I think so. I think so. But I suppose with that being said, uh, should start to wrap things up here. Where can the good humans find you? Uh, they can find me at Fruities Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Oz Style. Find us at Wrestle Oz Style on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Chris at 
at I'm Chris Bunder on Twitter as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling All-Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Apple Music or the podcast of your choice using the RSS feed found in the show notes below. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Have you ever heard the phrase, face like a melted wheelie bin? Bray Wyatt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Yes, very bad.